everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sunflower Sessions podcast. I'm here with a very special guest today, Emma Grace. How are you? Everybody. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. I'm so excited. Yes. Oh my gosh. And just like quickly introduce yourself for people who don't know you. Okay, cool. Hello, everybody. My name is Emma Grace Gonzalez. I'm 15. I dance and do musical theater, and I met Hannah doing musical theater we've done yes. some shows together we were on a competition team we've done a lot of fun stuff together and i'm really really excited to do this with her and to be here yes oh my gosh that's so great so <laughs> i have so many things i haven't seen you in such a long time i, I was oh my thinking goodness. about that like when was the last time i saw her i'm like oh it's been right. a long while it's been at least a year which is scary yes. to me because i would see you every day for like a whole Literally, entire year every, like tuesday and thursday <laughs> Day, we would see each other <laughs> literally so it's so strange not seeing you as often but um yeah. yeah i'm so glad we're doing this um so i have a lot of questions just about like musical theater and some special questions for women's history month so there we go um so my first question is how long have you been performing for i started performing um when I was about two or three in dance class. Mm -hmm. I've been dancing, I've been a dancer for about 13 years now. Ooh. And it's just the thing I've always been doing. I still do it. And then, so that I've been doing like dance recitals and stuff like that. And then when I was like in about like fifth or sixth grade, mm -hmm. I found the musical Hamilton. <laughs> and I started <laughs> listening to that. And that sort of like piqued my interest in musical theater. And so I've been, ever since that then I've been doing like shows and like different performances and stuff like that so I've been performing and doing that kind of stuff for a long while oh yeah definitely and I know for you theater was introduced fairly early with your mom who's involved in like stage management right like definitely yeah. my parents met doing theater in college and they met in the theater and when they got married their reception was in the theater <laughs> i love that that is a very true story um and That's so amazing. it's always been a part of my life and my mom like i didn't even like remember like liking any of it i was like oh i have to go see a show whenever <laughs> but um yeah and i went to go see it and i remember seeing lion king and I would be like, this is really cool. And then I saw right. Sound of Music, and I'm like, whoa, those kids are my age. That's even cooler. Right. And so definitely they kind of, like, peaked my interest and stuff like that. Of course. That's amazing to be so immersed from a young age in just theater. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, oh, mom, I have to go see a show? Uh, <laughs> imagine now you're a theater kid who's like, I wish I could see shows, but nothing's yes. open. Especially <laughs> in this day and age. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. And I guess another question I have for you is um, what, how have you, well, not what, how have you been staying motivated during this time and continuing to be involved and do musical theater when a lot of theaters aren't open or they're just now trying to figure out how they're doing rehearsals and things. So like, what have you been doing to stay motivated? Yeah, so right before COVID stuff, I had a lot of personal issues and a lot of stuff was going on. So many things were happening and my, the way that I coped with everything that was happening in my life was dance and was theater and was seeing all these shows and so you can imagine when all of this stuff happened um it was 
it was a really hard on me to like cope and find a new way to cope with all this and just everything that's happening. And so it's been really hard to find a way to like, like to save the arts and to just keep doing what we love. Um, but over time, it has gotten better. I definitely took a lot of Zoom dance classes. <laughs> yeah, um, a lot of those, um, and it's just. I feel like ever since that time, since the start of COVID this past year, it's been harder to reconnect. And now, like they said, theaters are reopening and all this stuff. And I'm just scared that I won't be able to reconnect with something that I love. And like, it's just kind of scary. But I, so it was really, really hard to stay motivated with everything that's happening and everything that's going on but I think that everybody's sort of in the same spot and I think we are doing an amazing job at it absolutely I totally like you know from theater kid to theater kid I totally understand that and I think one of the great things despite everything was how many people were so open to putting out free master classes and doing all of these things to people in the community and really giving back and that was the really cool thing to see it's sad that it took these circumstances to really get that huge push, yeah. but better, better late, like better now than never, you know? I so, feel like yeah. before that, like not everybody could relate to like, cause we all didn't have the same situations, right. but now everybody in the world is going through the same thing. So we're all on the same page and we're all just trying to help each other. Exactly. And it's really, again, been a blessing in disguise despite everything. Yes. So yeah, that's been really cool. Um, I definitely relate to you on the being, like, struggling to stay motivated. I, yeah. like, you know, it's not easy to just go to the, going to school, going to rehearsal, going to dance classes, and just going straight to being at home all the time. And I know for a lot of theater kids, like, we loved, like, everyone who has something they love doing. Like, it's just difficult not being able to do that, being taken out of that space and going to doing the simplest versions of those things or doing it not at all so yeah i'm glad to hear your take on that um another question i have for you is how if you have been how have you been studying musical theater from home oh good lord (laughs) (laughs) um studying musical theater is definitely i've definitely taken a back on that ever since covid started um i used to like Google stuff and like just try and learn as much as much as I can about Broadway and about theater and then when COVID started I was like oh like this isn't what's the point and so now um I've tried to take more theater classes I'm trying to get involved in as much shows as I can through all that's happening in my life and everybody's lives um and now I submitted my application for a little school called NOCA, which your beautiful host, Hannah Alexis, has been been in, and I'm just, I really hope that that'll start to bring me back to Mm -hmm. this joy and this happiness that I have, and so I'm really excited for what's going to come. Yes, oh my goodness, I hope for the best. I would love if you would attend, oh my goodness. Oh my god, I wish. (laughs) I really hope so. Yeah. That was one of the things that probably pushed me to continue doing musical theater. Because honestly, I hated being at home. I was like, I just want to sleep. 
and cry. I don't want to do anything. But my school yeah. is like, nope, you got to turn in that jazz video for something rotten today. Yeah. So you can't, can't do that, Miss Ma'am. Yes. It was a weird time for the training, though, because it was like, it was getting like really intense in like a good way. And I was like, oh, that really good push of progression is really coming. And we're doing a show. We're about to like do the show. And then they tell us like, March 13th, they were like, oh yeah, school's closing. We're all going home. But we're going to do this last run through of this show, and this may be the only time you ever perform this show. It was an emotional day, but it was it, it really brought us together. And, and like you said, like unique experiences like this one that affect everyone really just bring this sense of togetherness and this sense of empathy. So it's been really cool to see that. Yeah. Um. Do you have... What have been some goals that you set for yourself at the beginning of quarantine? And how have those how have those shifted with how things have been going, like, onward from the start of quarantine to now? That's a really good question, girl. Ooh. <laughs> um, when quarantine started, I was at the lowest point in my life, like, so mm -hmm. far. Um, and so when everything shut down, I tried to see that as a good way to, like, get my life together and, like, come back as a new person and just, like, take these three weeks. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely not three weeks. Um, but take that short time, I guess, um, um, and try to just, like, be better and have, be motivated. That's something that I'm really working on still a year later is to be motivated. And um, now... <laughs> um, it's been a rocky road. Uh, I'm still struggling over some things, but now I look, can look back and I've completed so many goals of mine and so many great things. And I'm like happy to say that I was proud of myself. I did those things and I work hard. Um, and so they have shifted some, um, mm -hmm. but like, when COVID started, everybody was like, oh, I'm just going to sit on the couch and, like, watch TV. And as much as I wanted to do that, and as much as I did do that, it was just kind of, it was just trying to find the balance between everything. Absolutely. And I really admire you for that and, like, for talking about this because I know it's a very difficult thing for a lot of people to talk about. So thank you for, like, letting us in on that. Um, yes. But yeah, I totally understand. Like like you were saying, everyone had their mix of, I'm just going to sit on the couch, I'm going to watch The Office, and call it a day. You know, like, <laughs> that's my day-to-day. -day. But um, yeah, absolutely, there is a balance to that. And I think that is a good thing also, again, to take from quarantine was that you can have, like, it's okay to rest. We live in a society that is so forward on, like, you are as worthy as you work. Like, how much you work shows how valuable you are as a person. And that's not yes. true. <laughs> that's not, not, not true at true. all. It's not true. Like, you have to take care of yourself because it's awesome if you work hard and you work all the time. But also, like, it's the, how am I trying to wear this? Like, you can work and work and work and still not be in the great mental state. You can be, like, in a terrible physical state. You could be driving yourself into the ground and maybe having, like, one great moment when you could have a long-spanning great career in which you are healthy and happy. Like, you are risking that by not taking care of yourself and thinking, I have to work all the time. Which is the thing I've had to tell myself because I love to work. I don't like to rest. Literally, like, 
<laughs> it's crazy, but um, yeah, I'm teaching myself that too. So I'm glad we could talk about that. Yeah, I think it's just, I, I think as much, especially for musical theater, I feel like people are like, oh, I'm going to go to Broadway and do this thing that I love so much and it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. But people like don't understand like it's work. As much as we love it and as much as we want to do it for the rest of our lives, it's work and right. we have to go through that. And it is so important that I, I've learned. It is so important to take time for yourself and to just feel comfortable like doing these things and just really focused on self-care self-care absolutely self-care is the biggest thing that I have learned throughout these breaks like literally before I was like what's that like I'm caring for myself by working hard and getting good grades. That is my self-care. But um, um, I really started, like, getting into, like, yoga and, like, aromatherapy, which has been really nice. Like, yeah, I had to just find some new things because I was, like, let me take baby steps because I'm not a person who can just go from, like, working hard into, like, self-care day, self-care day. Like, it's weird for me. And I'm still trying to work that into my schedule, especially, like, I'm doing, um, I'm doing a show. I'm doing What's on this Island. I'm working on a dance film. I'm also, like, getting through school and other gigs in between there. So I'm trying to, like, still be like, whoa, Hannah. Have you, like, did you drink water today? I don't yes. think you did. Can you take a minute to just drink some water? So, yeah, yeah I definitely think self-care is a huge takeaway from everything. And... Um, another question I have for you is, like, what does self-care look like for you? And, like, it's difficult sometimes because we're, like, we love the work that we're doing. We're passionate about musical theater, but that's not the... It is work. Like you said, it's work. It is very much a career thing, so it's the same. You're going to get tired. You're not going to want to do it some days. So, like, what is the... What are some of your other, like, self-care remedies or things that you do outside of theater that still make you happy but are for yourself? Okay, yeah, um... This past year, I've learned to take care of myself. And so some things that I like to do, um, well, first of all, self-care is different for everybody. Absolutely. I know people who do meditations, people who clean their room and mm-hmm. just put on music and just jump around. And I do every one of those things. <laughs> um, but on a really bad day and I'm like, oh, I need to just like take some time for myself, forget about everything. I usually do a meditation first, a guided meditation, like on YouTube. I love those. They're so great. They help me a lot. And then I like to just try and get myself together. Mm -hmm. And one way I do that is by cleaning my room because I feel like that's where I spend most of my time, being an online school student and just staying at home all the time and being in that negative space where it's all a mess and everything. I don't we don't like that um and so just like little things to help me focus and to help me just feel better and I like just I just like to feel good and just feel focused absolutely and I love what you said about like that looks different for everyone and it's really cool to get a glimpse into like what that is for you and I'm glad you are doing so much better like I'm really really proud of you it's great to see like oh my goodness when I first met you Emma Grace oh my gosh you're still just was a hot mess girl no you were just like you're still so outgoing and you're so like you're so I love it you're just I can't even explain it I'm just putting my arms out like yes like 
Emma Grace. And I love that about you. And I love how you're still like, like that, but you're also just, I feel like you're so much more aware of yourself. Like, you know, you're like, you, I feel like you've, Find, like you found yourself, like you found who you want to be and where you want to go, and that's really inspiring. Absolutely correct. And I'm Absolutely glad to see correct. that. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like everything that's happened over this past year, it's just been I've, I've tried to feel more like myself and tried to grow as a person. <laughs> I'm so I'm so proud of you. I'm just I'm just oh so proud of you. God, I'm so proud best. of you. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God, I love you so much. I love you too. You. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to ask you is how have your career aspirations changed since quarantine started to now? Oh, um, <laughs> I in the beginning beginning of quarantine I was like oh I'm going to like move to New York and like go to school somewhere around there and like just audition for everything and like waitress and do the usual Broadway story um and then ever since then um new interests have happened I was like oh I'll go to Orlando and do the Disney college program or I'll go to LA and be an actor and so there's different things that I have found through quarantine um that like just sparks my interest and there's just different things that I'm attracted to now um but looking back I probably still want to go to Broadway I I want to be a choreographer and um, be a teacher and teach people and so now with corona and everything that is happening I'm just hoping and praying and just trying to get that back and get that feeling back and get that energy back and everything that I loved I, I want it back and I want to feel that good again and I want to feel that like inspiration that's a good word I want yes. to feel that inspiration to do what I love again absolutely and Oh my goodness. I, I love what you said. Definitely. I feel like a lot of us were kind of like losing hope at times and you do have to actively work to like find your way back to it. You have to find your way back to what you loved about it and reassess if it's really what you want to do. Because a lot of people also, I know personally that did musical theater were like, I've really thought about it. I don't want to major in this or I don't want to do this anymore. And that's fine. You know, like you grow as people. If you stay stagnant as a person, I feel like you haven't really let yourself change and you're trying to resist it, you know? So you definitely have to grow as a person. So I love what you said also about um, LA and everything. Like there's so many different things for a person to do. And even my acting, acting teacher the other day was like, why theater? You have to do like, a show for a certain amount of weeks to even get health care. You have to do all these things to get equity. Like, why theater? Why theater for you? And I'm curious, I'm curious, like, why theater first for you? Or, like, why is theater, like, that main thing for you personally? Yeah. Yeah, I, um, one of the reasons I've been wanting to do theater is actually because of NOCA. My brother went to NOCA, and I remember going there and seeing all these, like, cool kids, and they're doing pirouettes, and they're doing all these things, and then there's, like, the dancers and the singers, and they're all in this one room with my brother and his friends, who I know now, and they're, like, very successful and stuff, and yeah. being like, oh, I I felt, I just, like, have this feeling like, oh, I belong here, and 
guess that's for everything in musical theater. Right. That's what I love about it. There's so many people from different backgrounds. It doesn't matter your size, color, gender, whatever you are, there's a place for you in the theater, in a theater, whether you're in the orchestra, backstage, on stage, or in the audience, wherever you are, there's a place for you. And that is something that I've just admired. And that's one thing that I will forever love about the theater. So great. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. There's nothing let me tell y'all who don't go to a performing arts school, there is nothing like walking in as a as a scared freshman, just seeing a bunch of loud theater kids, jazz musicians, visual artists, all of it just there in one room. It like there's nothing else to explain it. It's amazing. Yes. And <laughs> yes, I agree with you totally about theater. And one thing that I love about theater is even if you don't relate to the people on stage in their exact situations, you somehow feel like you're seen in that moment. Like, yes. that's the beauty of the theater Absolutely. to me. Like, Whether it's, like, one one scene or, like, the entire show, mm -hmm. you will relate to one person, one character. Whether it's an ensemble member or a lead, you will mm -hmm. relate to them. And that's what I love. You just sit in a theater in a dark room <laughs> with a bunch of actors on stage and... Um, you just escape. That's another thing I love about it. You just escape and your mind goes blank for like two and a half hours. It's amazing. Exactly. And I I love how you are with with stage, you can see it. Like you can, well, there are lights in your face. So sometimes you can't always see, see. But like, you know, there's people there. You can hear them laughing in the moment and it's alive. Unlike a movie, for instance, where it's like, you're not going to hear other people laugh at you. You're just going to deliver as if people are going to laugh at what you said. You yeah. know, it's like directly knowing whether the audience is there or not. You feel their energy in the room. And there's just, there's nothing like that. Like to me. And me, I'm, I'm, I can be a people pleaser. So like, theater works for me because my job is to please the audience and that's yeah. great or to provoke the audience and we never know different shows have different things but like it's not... it's really cool to get that energy of people around you like I miss Absolutely. it so much and I'm an introvert and I still am like I miss that well not a complete introvert but like I can be <laughs> introverted and yeah. I still miss that you know so I, I love all of what you said um if you couldn't be a performer on stage so would choreographer like being a choreographer be the next thing for you as far as interest in what you want to do in theater if not a performer i think it's the other way around <laughs> because really? choreographing and teaching is like the first thing i want to do when i grow up and so mm -hmm. if that isn't an option probably going to performing um right. like on stage or anything i can't imagine myself in another world where I'm not dancing, singing, or acting. Right. Like, there's so many, all the interests that I have in, like, exploring when I grow up, they're the arts. Or it's, like, drama, it's mm -hmm. acting. None of it's, like, doctor stuff or, like, <laughs> right. astronaut or anything. So I don't know. <laughs> right. it, I just can't imagine myself, like, in another world. <laughs> it's just, it's, Absolutely. Yeah. I... I love that. I, I didn't know that, like, choreography was something that was so dear to you. But also, I know how much you love dance. Like, I never see... Like, you're so alive as a person, but when you dance, like, it's amazing. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. I just love watching you dance, and I love how happy it makes you. So, my question is, so how... In what ways have you been trying to, like... Because 
for me, I feel like I have to feed different parts of my interests at different times. Like, I love to write also. I have to, like, carve out time and just, like, feed that need for myself. So how do you, like, feed your need and your desire to choreograph? I... <sighs> I whenever I have free time, whether it's mm -hmm. literally 2 in the morning and my mom's asleep and she's right across the hall, I will blast, like... Nick Jonas's new album and just like dance and yes. just like remember the moves that I did and just write it down and then mm -hmm. like later put them all together or like so whenever I have free time is when I really do it um mm -hmm. and then yeah <laughs> that's amazing that's great um yeah I mean whenever you got the time <laughs> like yeah, <so> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. that's amazing so um what is something new you've learned in the past few months? Like, whether that be, like, an activity, a hobby, or, like, something about yourself. I mean, for you, you've definitely learned a lot about yourself yes. from this conversation, as we can tell. But, yeah, I'm just okay. curious. What have I learned? I'm trying to make a funny... Uh, uh, what is something that I learned that's funny? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I've learned a lot about myself. But what have... I'm looking around my room for, like, something that's... What have I done? Oh, I learned how to play the bass. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, yeah, wow. my entire family, like, is into, it's just musical. You have a musical like, family. Everybody has, like, <laughs> a different taste in music. My dad and my brother, they're big guitarists. And, like, my dad plays piano and all this stuff. He plays a bunch of things. And so I was playing ukulele, and my brother was like, you should play bass. And I'm like, Okay, he <laughs> bought me my first bass. Oh, I love <laughs> Literally that. just That's a couple nice. months ago, he was like, are you going to play it? And I'm like, probably, yeah. And he was like, okay, I'll buy it for you. And then I'm like, oh, okay, well, here we are. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's something I learned. That's amazing. Emma Grace, choreographer, bassist, yeah. performer, every woman ever, you know, just all the things. Oh my God. She's every woman, y'all, you know. <laughs> I love that so much for you. And you do have a very musical family. Like, I love watching your stories and everything and just seeing the random concerts in your house. It's so amazing. I love it. Yeah, we had a karaoke thing set up in my house, like, after mm -hmm. my ginse, because, like, my ginse was at my house, and there was, like, a character. Do you remember Aaron? Yes, I did. I saw that video. Oh, he, they were like singing Hotel California yes. or something and he was like Emma go get the bass and I'm like okay I don't know this and so I was like just like playing random notes and some and so it's just it's everywhere it's with all of our friends they know whenever they know if there's a party at our house there will be some karaoke and some guitar strumming there will be something and so it, it's it's just always it's oh in my our goodness. blood that's amazing i love how musical your family is um another question i have for you is how has your family acted as a support system during this time they have been the best thing like ever to me in during all of this stuff that's going on um my brothers are my best friends in the entire world and they know that I'm struggling and they know that I'm going through a rough time and so I was just out like along with choreographing at 2 a.m. I will call <laughs> them at 2 a.m. when I'm having like a panic attack or a breakdown and I'm just like I, I like 
I'm not right, and they'll be like, okay, let's do this, this, and this. So let me tell you a funny joke. You'll feel better, and then you'll get a good night's sleep. Um, and, true. like, even during the day, I'll call them, and I'll be like, hey, what are you doing? Nothing. Can Do you have work tonight? No. Great. You just got yourself in trouble. Come kidnap me. We're going to Dairy Queen. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> if I'm, like, like, if I'm just not feeling right, they'll come and pick me up. My mom has been the most supportive person ever like Mm -hmm. not just during this past year but during my whole life she's just she's just the best and I love her she's just this little ray of sunshine and I'm just I'm just so proud of her and I'm proud of what we've done that's amazing I'm so glad that your family's so supportive of you and I'm glad that they've been there for you during this time because we really need to just all cling on to the people we have during this time because it's it's been crazy and you know a lot of people have lost people so when you have those people near you you really become more grateful like than you were before even though you're always like I'm grateful I'm grateful but like it really puts that into perspective like so I'm really, I'm really, really glad that you shared that with me. That was so kind. I love that so much. Um, so a lot of things I've been having for your mom, though. Isn't she a part of the new, um, is it called Open Call Theater Company? Well, yes. Anyway. Um, so she was the general manager of the Sanger Theater. Yes. And then COVID happened, a lot of stuff, and they all got shut down. Right. Um, and so now... She is, she's working, she has a job, she's doing all that stuff, but now she has another job, and she is a part of the board member, I don't know, like, don't ask me what she does, because I don't know, (laughs) Um, but she's a board member on the Open Call Theater Company thing, Um, (laughs) so it's, I'm really proud of her for doing this, and yeah, she's just, she's just, I feel like during COVID and during everything that's going on, everybody, especially like adults and people with jobs, they're just like, do you, or do you have an opening? Great, I'll be there. It's just, it's just been rough for everybody, but I think it's like emotionally, it's been a really big toll on them because um, they lost their job and everything. So right, definitely. I'm really proud of my mom for doing what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I was really, it was really cool to see what she was doing and just seeing how people and artists were like, we're going to do this thing and it's going to yeah. be great. Like, I love seeing all of the different like foundations, different programs that have come from this and how people have just been trying to be together, but from a distance and, <laughs> and you know, create something and it's really inspiring. That's why I was so curious about it and, you know. Keep me updated because that seems really, really awesome. And I will. It's really cool. <laughs> so um, we're going to kind of um, shift gears and talk a little bit about um, Women's History Month because yes. that's that's this month, y'all. I'm so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so happy. So yes. my first question for you is what women have inspired you artistically? Artistically? Well, first of all, my mom has inspired me in every single way. So she's on the top of every single one of those lists. Absolutely. Um, Artistically, (laughs) just, I want to say, like, big Broadway stars. Um, (laughs) And just, I I think it's the people around me. Um, My dance teacher, her name is Miss Gabby. 
she is so fun and just so just she's just great and I'm like Kim she's just she's just beautiful and she's done all these things and she's just she's just great I cannot stop talking about her because she's just so fun and I love her best she's a great teacher and so she's been now during everything that's happening I've learned to like um, appreciate people around me more and Absolutely. everything that they do and I see my dance teachers my voice teachers every single one of those people and I'm like you are amazing you are so good and I appreciate you so freaking much you just like they're just amazing and I think it's really incredible what they're doing nowadays Absolutely, I I love that the mom is that your mom is on the top of your list for everything. That's so inspiring. I love that. And shout out to Miss Gabby, yeah, for being a great one. You know, she's gonna, that's amazing. She's gonna, I'm gonna like go to dance on Monday and like show up to ballet, and she's gonna be like, Emma, what's this? <laughs> what is this? But, like, it's, it's fine. That's Sorry, Gab, Miss Gabby, if you're watching this, but. <laughs> Yeah. All good things. All good things. <laughs> so, um, another question I have is what ways have the women in your life had an impact on you? This is a really good question. Um, well, I'm just gonna, this is just every excuse to talk about how wonderful my mother is. Um, my mom, she's been through like so much stuff and she's a fighter and she will not back down and so I think that not just her but a lot of people like again I'm just speaking about everybody we've learned to just over the years not just this past year but but like over the years to just fight for ourselves and just stand up for ourselves that's one thing that I have learned personally during this past year or year and a half um and so I think there's like a wasp around me oh my gosh um so I think that's really important and I I'm just she's just amazing and I'm really lucky to have her that's amazing. Thank you. I, I love how open you are to sharing these things. And also, your mom <laughs> is amazing. Honestly, I met her. I love her so much. Tell her she's I miss her. She's just this so little much. ray of sunshine. <laughs> and she's just so fun to be around. And yes. she's just great. She's my best friend, and I love her so much. Aww. artistically artistic did you already ask that question i feel like i did let's skip that or, because or i asked something like a closely. question about goals and then like something else about that's it. true i think i put that twice thank you yeah. for calling me out for that because i girl anyway <laughs> um actually this was a question i was trying to ask um would you pursue dance as a standalone career like as a choreographer or as an actual dancer and like a dance company or anything i would definitely do that i would consider it um 
would I want to do that for the rest of my life? Probably not. Right. Um, like, because over the years, I found myself, I found singing and acting and all these different, like, things that I want to do. And so, musical right. theater is probably what I'll end up doing, because it's all these three wonderful things wrapped up in one. Um, but dancing full-time, like, I don't know, just send me off to, like, the American Ballet Theater, and I'll absolutely <laughs> do that. Um, like, just, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely consider it if the option comes to me. I will definitely do it, but, um, like, full-time, like, for the rest of my life, probably not, but, yeah. Right. What are your top three, um, favorite dance styles? I'm very curious for you, because you do a lot of different ones, so. I don't know what order, but my top two would have to be ballet and tap. I've been doing them the most for 13 years, ever since that combo class in, like, 2008, um, and then... Number three, oh, that's a hard one. Uh, maybe contemporary. I don't know. Mm. That's hard. What classes do I take? I take tap, ballet, and musical theater. Okay, but I'm not counting that. That's no. I'll <laughs> say I'll say contemporary. I think it's just I I feel like doing that. I can tell the most interesting stories because that's a, that's the one thing that I love about wanting to be that I want to be a choreographer is because we can tell all these stories and just do all these amazing amazing things and I feel like with tap ballet you can do that but it just isn't as interesting Um, and with contemporary it's just so beautiful and it's fun to watch it's fun to do and so I think contemporary would be it oh my goodness I love that you said contemporary I am just now I've never formally taken contemporary classes, but with this dance film that I'm doing, it's all pretty much contemporary. Nice. So I'm kind of being thrown in this, and I'm like, I've never done contemporary, but I love it so much already because, so like you great. said, it's not limiting at all. Like, tap, there's Absolutely so many not. cool things about tap. I love tap. Tap is my first love and always will be, but you are absolutely limited <laughs> to your, like, you know it's about rhythms and things and ballet too like there's a certain way of doing things that has been taught and it will continue to be taught that way and I have to respect that as well but also contemporary is just so open there are so many possibilities that I've seen and so many different ways to do things and I really like that so love that you said contemporary Um, another question I had um, going back to theater was, in what ways would you like to enhance commercial theater, or what would you like to see change about commercial theater specifically? You are, ask, you are really out here challenging me, girl. Yes. Um, <laughs> Making your brain work, yes. I don't know. I feel like after everything that has changed, like look at Broadway years ago, Mm-hmm. And like in 2000, 2000, look at Broadway and look at Broadway now, minus COVID. Right. <laughs> minus COVID. <laughs> we have come so far and we've, I think, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know how, what I would want from it because looking mm-hmm. at how it's changed, there's so many things that have changed and so many things that haven't changed. And right. so I'm just excited to see where everybody's gonna go with it mm-hmm. when Broadway reopens and when Broadway comes back and which it will 
Absolutely. It will. Mark my words, it will. Um, yes. And so I, I'm really excited to see where a theater and where everything is going to go. There's, I'm hoping that there's going to be new, like, exciting musicals and that there's going to be more roles for everybody, no matter your race, shape, size, color, Absolutely. any of that. I That's something that I really hope will change, um, that there will be a role for everybody in the world. I really hope that that will happen. Absolutely. And, yeah, that absolutely put things in perspective for me. Like, in the last 21 years, the world, <laughs> like, theater is so different. Like, the atmosphere of it's so incredibly different and in some ways it's absolutely better and in other ways i'm like let's get a move on into something else you know mm. um for me personally i would just love to see more original work you know and like original oh, yeah. only has so much of a meaning when you think about it because like <laughs> i'm looking back at like once on this island i was like that's an original unique musical but it's based off of a book and i'm like ah well you gotta get inspiration from somewhere you know yeah <laughs> but, you there's know, so many like work. things where people get inspiration from but one of the things one of the things that i love is pro is the prom based off a book or a movie isn't it based off a book i think it's based off of a book I think I don't so. Know. Don't quote me on that, but it's based on something, I know. Yeah, or was it Dear Hansen? I don't know. But there was, like, a thing that I saw. I think the Tony Awards posted it on Instagram. And it was, like, here are the top, our, our top five favorites of the week. And it was, like, Mean Girls, based off a movie. Uh, Spongebob, based off a TV show. Right. <laughs> and, like, this, based off a book. This, based off a movie. This, based off a blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. What's um? I have a question for you, actually. How do you feel? So there are a bunch of movie musicals coming. There's doing. They're doing a Guys and Dolls movie musical, Once on This Island movie musical, Pippin, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, a Dear Evan Hansen, of course, the one that's been talked about so okay. much, okay. and of course the upcoming West Side Story and In the Heights. My question okay. is, how do you feel about all of these movie musicals coming, and what do you think should be asked of these movie musicals? Oh my god, I have so many mixed feelings. It, this brings me back to when Cats was a movie. <laughs> I know you people listening can't see what's happening, but Hannah's face was just, she was like, oh. And I like Cats, but that yes. movie says. <laughs> That's the point. That's So looking at it, good. I'm happy to see that they're bringing theater to everybody else and maybe people are going to see this movie and who aren't interested in theater mm -hmm. and go see it and be like, whoa, this is something really cool. And they don't have to be like, oh, I'm going to go to college for this and I'm going to do this, this and this and be on Broadway. But they're going to like listen to it and hopefully want to see these shows and just support people. But, oh, but. <laughs> um, me being the theater kid and just the picky person that I am, mm -hmm. um, I look at, one of the things that I really look at is choreography whenever I'm seeing a show. I just, I just can't pay attention to like the lead singing a song. I'm looking at the chorus members and how they tell the story. Absolutely. And so one of my favorite choreographers, his name is Andy Blankenbuehler. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love he it. He is my 
favorite choreographer of all time. If you don't know who he is, he has done um, Hamilton. You yeah. guys know that show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's done In the Heights. He did the revival of Annie. Is that him? Yeah, I don't yeah, know how I know that. Yeah. Um, he's done so many. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he has done so many amazing things. And one of my favorite shows to my top three is Bandstand. He's done yes. that show. It's so good. And I remember watching that show and seeing the chorus and the ensemble members. And they are telling a story through movement dur- during everything. They're not using their yeah. words. And they're just using their arms and their legs and their just their body to tell this story and to convey it to the audience. And so with movie musicals, Ooh. that was something I was so worried about. Absolutely. So when I heard In the Heights was becoming a movie musical. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who the choreographer for In the Heights is, if it's still Andy Blankenbuehler, if it's not. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is going to be so exciting. It's In the Heights on the big screen. Right. Like, it's been, like, ten years. And so now I'm just like, what if they screw it up? What if, like, mm-hmm. this something so special and so real and just so amazing, it's not right. going to be as good. No, I totally understand you. Oh my goodness. And like part of retaining what was so good about the original, I think a big part of that is casting Broadway actors in these movie musicals. Like or like do a pro shot or something like that to like yeah. get that integrity still there because that was my biggest gripe about movie musicals for a while was just like why would you do a musical and not cast people who can like sing and like dance and I didn't do the part to like justice you know that's my main yeah. thing oh my gosh people and I mean yeah, with that's the recent movie musical Netflix film The Prom directed by the one and only Ryan Murphy oh, um, yeah. that has gotten some flack mm-hmm. because it because of the casting decisions like James it's, Corden oh terrible why are decision. we why are we casting <laughs> people who aren't gay and who shouldn't be conveying the story why are we casting these people right. who, honestly, like, people could be doing... Like, when I heard that Beth Level wasn't playing... Was it Beth Level? Yeah. She did, she did the problem. She probably. did the problem. Probably. When I heard that she wasn't doing it and Meryl Streep was, I was like, oh, okay, this will be right. fine. But I think that with when it's a show that's, like, been done before, like, mm-hmm. in the Heiser the Prom... I think people who know the show and been there since the beginning, they deserve that. And they des- deserve to be, like, to play their role. Absolutely. And so I was just very, like, why are we doing this? Like, exactly. It confuses me, especially when you have people who absolutely can play the part. Like, it's not like a... It is literally just purely who's going to see the show. They're worried about the audience and people They're, not They are worried about the audience. They're about worried yeah. about box office revenue. They're <sighs> worried about me. who's going to see the show. Will it... Nominations will it? for awards, which I hate Absolutely. that James Corden is getting nominated for an award for playing a stereotype, which is ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. Also, another thing about... Um, have you heard about the original cast for The Greatest Showman and who they were going to cast? Because originally Zendaya's part, Ann Wheeler was going to be Cynthia Erivo, and Zac Efron's Wait, part. Wait, was Jeremy Jordan going to be gonna Zac Efron? Yes! <laughs> that made me so yes. upset, and I'm like, okay, you're really just worried about, uh, what is it, not Grammy, Oscar nominations. Literally. Like, what is going on? 
they would have been so, so, so freaking yes. good. Yes. And I think Andrew Keenan Bolger was also involved in it as well. Yes. Like, it was Broadway people. Like, there were people. so many Broadway so many. people. There was Andrew Keenan Bolger, Natalie Weiss. Yes. Um, She lent her voice to that. I don't know mm-hmm. if she, I don't think she was in the actual movie, but, like, the workshop to get a green right. light, she was there. And so it just makes me so angry that, like, now thinking about it, like, I haven't felt this way. I haven't, like before i haven't like talked it through with anybody but now looking at it i'm just like what is going on absolutely like Like, crazy just cast broadway people in movie musicals that's all i'm asking like you know we see i'm really happy that there are quite a few stage performers getting film gigs now because people are like oh yeah broadway's closed y'all can't do what you do I guess we'll open it up to you guys now. And I hope that yeah. gives way to, le- like, putting actual Broadway performers in these movie musicals as well. Like, West Side Story, I'm really happy that they have Ariana DeBose playing Anita, yes. which is amazing and I can't wait. But also that they have um, Mike Feist from Dear Evan Hansen as Riff. I was yes. like, oh, and I'm so And what's excited. his name? Um, ben Tyler Cook. And Ben Tyler so Cook. Fine. Yes, I was so, so happy. I still think there should be more, but we're getting there because that's pretty yeah. good for a movie musical. I think that's really, that's yeah. the best that anybody in the Hollywood industry has done with movie musicals. I, I'm for a really while, excited. yeah. I think it's going to get better from here. I think so too. I really, I really, really hope so because, yeah. yeah, there's just a huge disconnect with that. And I really think because stage is very much your body's the instrument, you do it live eight shows a week. And really in film, you get paid like as many times as it comes on TV. <laughs> like, you know, it's definitely not the same revenue wise as well. So, like, give Broadway performers that extra boost by like either filming their shows or casting them in the movie version of their shows. You know? I feel it's like just that's just completely different things Hollywood and like Broadway but they are the same thing at the same time it's story time yeah yeah I remember seeing Jeremy Jordan he did an interview and he was like Mm -hmm. on he was like saying how he was on this tv show and he was so used to acting like on the on a stage and he was like oh yeah I'm looking down at the camera this is fine and then he (laughs) and then the director came up to him and was like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm acting. Just, what did I do wrong? And he's like, no, you need to act towards the camera. And I'm like, and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely different, but it's the same exact thing. And I, that's what it's just, it's just so weird how those things like line up, but they're just so different. Absolutely. It's and it's crazy how it's not as easy for a stage performer to break into film as it is for a film actor to break into stage. Because yeah. like... There are so many great performers who are in film, like great actors in film who started in stage. And that's how they got as good as they did, you know? But it's also crazy how you have people like Jordan Fisher, who's talented, love him, love seeing him in all the movies he's done as well as stage. But clearly, like, Broadway was, like, eager to put him in Dear Evan Hansen and, like, I'm just saying it doesn't go the same way. Are you trying to come over here and take my queen, Crystal and Lloyd, and put her in the Dear Evan Hansen movie, which you didn't do and you should have done? Like, come on. Now I think this brings up another thing. Wait, what was I thinking of? Oh, okay. Um, wait, what was I thinking of? Oh, no. Oh, I just ruined the whole thing. Okay. No, you're fine. Going. You're fine. If you think of it, bring it up, interrupt I me, whatever. I will bring it up. Please it, do. Oh, I remember thinking about the thing and it just got me. About okay. stage to film, film the stage things, like how, um, 
Eva Noblezada is, and um, who else? Alex Brightman were, are both going to be in the Law and Order SVU or have already been at this point. And I'm so happy they're doing these things. Like, it makes me There was um, really the, what's it called? Tony Awards. What is it called? Oh, Tony my Awards. goodness. No, Tony Awards. <laughs> the last Tony Awards that happened, 2019? Yes. Mm -hmm. 2019 yes. Tony Awards. Um, James Corden was hosting, and they're all on the stage, and it was Alex Brightman, Sofia Caruso, it was like Santino Fontana, Kelly yes. O'Hara, all these wonderful Broadway stars. And and then um, it, James Corden was like listing off all these popular TV shows, and it was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And then the screen, the camera runs away from him, and he's like, oh, no, TV, wait. Wait, TV, we love you so much. The truth is, you pay more than the theater, and you're, you're way better. And then yeah. he turns around and goes, Law and Order Corpses, and then everybody raises their hands. <laughs> that got me dead. Oh, That's my really God. Funny. And I was like, it's so true. And then it got me thinking, like, yeah. wh why? Why is this the thing? Right. It's, it's crazy. In theory, like, I mean, film's amazing, don't get me wrong. It makes sense, like, you know, it's easily, like, it's easy to replay it and just be like, okay, t like, these movies can play over and over and over again. But imagine if they had, like, a channel on TV that was, like, it's kind of like Broadway HD, but, like, it was just a normal, like, TV channel, and they just filmed all these Broadway shows and played them. Like, think how amazing that would be. Also, think of how much more money Broadway actors would receive. Yes. At least the original cast. I'm sorry about replacements you are also loved and valid but also you can yeah. somehow figure out how to split it i don't know i don't know how the money works completely but think about how amazing that would be and that would help for situations like these because again you just get paid as much as you perform like you know and if you're not performing you're not getting paid so yeah and also like another i was i was watching this video from this one performer who was in i think maybe tina turner the musical and she was performing at this restaurant and they wanted like top tier voices top tier brought like actors and people who were on broadway but they weren't paying her like that's the quality of stuff they wanted and she was literally asking just for a little more pay and they just fired her all together and said no and it was so frustrating because it's like you can't ask for quality things and not be willing to pay for quality things and she was very like flexible with it and they were already asking so much of her and adding to her set and she wasn't getting paid for that you know and it's a very frustrating thing constantly because i hear about all of these some like a bunch of performances that broadway actors have done or things they've been a part of and not getting and have not getting <laughs> and have not gotten properly compensated for doing these events yeah. And that's it's, just another way how it's unequal to film. Right. Like, it's not, it's literally just not right. And I'm like, please, people, if you are a person who can pay your actors, pay your actors. Like, come on. And now, like, there's people during COVID who are teaching for free. They're doing live streams yes. on Instagram. Like, it, the Rockettes are doing live streams from home. Right. They're not getting paid. Not They're not performing on Broadway. They're not doing any of this. And, and they are getting in their full hair and makeup, like, right. French twist and all, and putting on their Leducas and putting a smile on and teaching a number from their home. Like, yes. it's, it's so ridiculous, this, like, this time we're in and this, like, this life we're living. It's just Absolutely. so not right. And with all that time, it's been easier to really dissect some of the iniquities that are present within our art form. You know, it's really evident when you just sit down and think, huh, 
I've been doing Broadway for how long and how often and how much am I getting paid? Should I be getting, like, like yes. that doesn't seem right <laughs> with how much you work. So it's definitely been a time to do that, um, to really just reassess Broadway and commercial theater. Because a lot of people definitely talk and they're like, Broadway is not the be all end all for theater. You know, because it is very much commercialized and it's based on like how many tickets we can sell, how much money we can make. Not necessarily, it's putting on stories that they think will sell opposed to stories that should actually be told sometimes. And I really hope yeah. that's what changes about Broadway, to yes. be honest. Like, they're, t they're assuming what stories will be profitable without giving it a chance. And I really think that that shouldn't be the case. Like, you know, you never know unless you do it. <laughs> you know, you never know what people yes. are wanting to see. And luckily, we're getting to a point where it's less and less just majority. Like, we're getting still predominantly white audiences, but we're getting to a point where it's definitely more diversified. And there are more, like, groups of people that are being accessed through that. And also, yeah. if we film Broadway shows and then put them on TV, you have even more accessibility. You're not going to give that up, are you? Like, I'm not, because, oh you my goodness. You shouldn't either. Like, it like, should totally be a thing. Yeah, because, like, we've been talking about it a lot and dissecting theater and how it really is at times elitist. And, like, like there are very much times where, like, how many people can afford to go to these really expensive places like intensives in New York? How many people can go actually afford to see Broadway shows? Um, where, what, when they do tour Broadway shows, which locations are being, are they going to? And are there places where multiple groups can access those places? So it's been a really yes. big like conversation I've been having and like, I've been looking at some really cool playwrights, female and female playwrights at that who have just been, like, showing how they share their work and not just on commercial theater, but how they bring it to, like, prisons, how they bring it to, like, you know, different communities that have, like, like lower-income communities and things like that, and really just sharing their stories with everyone as much as that's they can. And that's so beautiful. amazing. Like, that's what I think the world should be like, just spreading what you have and your talents or just anything you have, anything you want to share with the world sharing it with the world and sharing it to people who like have no idea about what you're talking about what you're doing no matter what it is we need to share our talents and our joys with everybody that's something i think the world needs to hear absolutely i agree with 100 percent of agrees <laughs> um so i only have like a couple of questions um left and then i have a fun little not really a game because i kind of thought about this like a few minutes before but there's there's some fun there i guess if you okay um, i'm so down for that i was like are okay we should i was gonna say like we should like play a game or something yes like, turn that frown upside down yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, god another question i just had was like do you have any new projects or things you would like to share or talk about any new things oh, probably not let me say what am i doing Anything that I am doing or that I will be doing, I'm in the, like, the start of it. I was right. in a show, and then I decided, I won't say what it is, but right. I decided to drop out of it. There was a lot of stuff happening. There still is a lot of stuff happening in my personal life. Right. Um, and so it was, at the end of the day, it was the best decision. Absolutely. Um, so, but right now, I don't know. My brother is a filmmaker. He he's he went to Noka for media arts. Media oh, arts. Awesome. yes. 
Um, and so now he's like a film major at Loyola. He does all this stuff. And so I was like, okay, well, he was he's doing a film or something. And he was like, oh yeah, it just got released, blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, well, when am I going to be in one of your movies? And he was like, okay, what's your idea? Pitch me your idea. And so we made up this whole. I made up this whole idea on the spot. Again, won't say say what it is. Right. What saying. Um, but and so I'm like, okay, let's make it. And so he's like, okay. And so, I don't know, there might be a movie coming out sometime Ooh, soon. okay. We haven't talked about it, so, like, a lot yet. So, like, don't hold your breath. But still work in progress. I yeah. mean. <laughs> That's about it. I'm going back to doing dance recitals. That's, That's really cool. Um, so come see us at Jefferson Performing Arts Center. Yes. If I can go, <laughs> I will absolutely Because the Mahalia go. Jackson theater is closed yes oh i miss the mahalia so much i love mahalia jackson <sighs> my mom was really upset i was like do you still have her key to there because she worked at the singer and the mahalia oh really and so cool. i'm like she okay are you recording? You are still recording. Awesome. Because sometimes it has like an hour limit or something. But um, my last few things were just like, I'm going to say random quotes from musicals. And we're going to see. They're all female characters in musicals. Jesus. Oh, uh, love that. So we're going to see how much you know about them and see what happens. Am I going to be timed? Um, You will have. No. <laughs> okay, great. You won't great. be timed. Wait. They're really easy. Actually, I'm going to give you like 10 seconds on each because they're easy. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. I'm going to go as fast as I can. We should just do like rapid, rapid fire. Yes, yes. Okay, that sounds good. All right. Um, Okay, my first one. Uh, We don't need any money. I always get in for free. You can get in too if you come in with me. Is that, that's not from Red? Is it from Heather's or something? Oh no, I know, I, 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 ha, okay, just say it. It was from Rent, it's Mimi from Rent. It was from Rent? Yeah. I thought it was Mimi. <laughs> yes. It is Mimi? Yes. Oh my god. Oh, I should have gone with, okay, give okay. me that point. Yeah, I'll, really you thought it. it, You it crossed your mind, I'll give you that point. It was my, yes, yes. That. It, it was the first thing I said. Okay. okay. <laughs> Suddenly my world's gone and changed its face, but I still know where I'm going. I have had my mind spun around in space, and yet I've watched it growing. What this is kind of a difficult is that one. Wrong? This is a difficult one if you don't hear the song in your head. Do you see how much my brain has changed ever since COVID? Right. What's going on? Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna keep score. Okay. okay. Just tell me what it is. I don't know. It's Dorothy from The Wiz. Suddenly my world's gone Whoa. and changed its face. Okay, I haven't listened I to The Wiz in like months. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> one point. You for have me. one point for Emma. One point so far. Okay, you're gonna get this one. All I want is a room somewhere far away from the cold night air with one enormous chair. Enormous chair. <laughs> Ah, what is that? Miss, Miss Eliza Doolittle. 
love that. I prefer the Jonas Brothers over One Direction, though. Oh my gosh. Have I'm you seen Nick Jonas in Little... In not Little Women. Why am I saying Little Women? Oh, <laughs> in um, Les Mis. The, 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 yes, and he was in... Um, what is it? How to Succeed in Business? Yes, he was in How to Succeed no, in... Yes. Wasn't he? Yeah, yes, I think he was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so many awesome things. You, you didn't do bad. I mean, we've all taken a break from theater. I'll give you some grace with that. I win all the points. Okay, if Always. you play this game yes. with any other, like, guest, okay, they're going to lose. So. <gasps> Tell me how many points you have, and I'll keep track for next time I have a musical theater guest. And we'll see what happens. And you'll compete against them whenever I see them. I have four. <laughs> You have four. <laughs> oh, you know what game you should play with your guests? What game? You should play the word association game. Yes, that's a good idea. Oh my gosh, I that need to do that. would be really fun. Okay, yes. I have but to be a guest again. And you will. That. that was a given, but absolutely now that you gave me oh that my idea. God, I love you. Thank, so I love you too. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on. We actually went over by a lot. Yeah, and I, love I was it. like, wait, I what time it. is it? And I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's keep talking. I'm enjoying this. And I haven't seen you. Yeah, and I haven't seen you in forever. So thank you so much for being a guest. Um, thank you thank so much, Emma Grace. Thank you for having me. I had the best time. Yes. It's, it's great. I haven't talked out my feelings with any other person besides my mom and my therapist. So this yeah. is great. Yes. Of course. Oh, my gosh. We need to do this again. But um, Yes. Yeah. I, I'm free next week. So. <laughs> that, yes. If I, have, if I don't have as many rehearsals, I'll try to make time. <laughs> Because this was really nice to talk about this. Um, one other thing that I need to quickly just plug is that there have been great women that I know in my life who have been doing really great things. And I am I am really proud of one woman who I know. Her name is Sarah Radka, and she has um, a dancewear company. And it is called R6 Dancewear. R6 Dancewear. You can follow them at R6 Dancewear. I'm an ambassador for them. So I just wanted to push that out there because Sarah's um, a very great friend of mine and she's absolutely amazing and doing great things. So I just had to get that off my chest. So, yeah. I'm going to like buy some stuff from them. I, I should, their yes. Instagram. They got, they got things. It's very aesthetically pleasing also. I wish my Instagram <laughs> yes. were that put together. It's not. But, um, thank you so much, Emma Grace. Thank you again. I'm so glad you got to be here. And thank you for anyone who's been listening <laughs> for this extra long musical theater film episode. We were, like, filming this. I was I like, oh, too. I'm just talking with Hannah about my life. This is right. so fun. I forgot, too, until my thing was like, yo, you still here? And I'm like, yes, I'm here and I'm recording. But yes, thank you so much for, for anyone who was listening. Thank you again, Emma Grace, for being a guest. And we will have a new episode next week. So thank you to everyone who is listening. Um, bye. <laughs>